What up, y'all? I'm Rajay. And I'm Shy. And welcome to the RXS Podcast. The podcast where we provide inspiration, motivation, and information to the music community. Gang, gang, gang. Yes. So what are we talking about today, babe? Um, we have an interesting story. This was a very, very interesting story. And um mm. it has its ups and downs, its ebbs and flows, its country of controversial points of view and um i think it'll be extremely interesting to everybody watching and listening i agree oh yeah if you are listening y'all go rate us on that um apple podcast you know what i'm saying if y'all on spotify yeah y'all go make sure y'all get (laughs) right because i don't be talking about that thank y'all to everybody who listens on those audio platforms and everybody who downloads them we thank you so much for sure you want to say anything before we get into it uh no, let's just get into this story. Let's go. What up, y'all? Today I got my boy Eric Monterio in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We doing it. How you doing, man? I am great. I am great. I am. When is the last time I seen you, E? Uh, uh, it's been more than fifteen. Ain't more than 15, way more than fifteen. Fifteen years, man. Long time. Shit. Long time, man. Hey, man. What have you been up to since the last time I seen you? Doing this cover band thing, man. Yeah, man. Doing it professionally for the past seven years. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doing great, man. That's good. It's good to see you, man. You too, man. Hey, so listen. I'm going to do like we always do. I want you to take us from the beginning, Uh from where you were born, where you were raised, how you got into music, the whole thing. All right. Well, I was born in a little town called Kinston, North Carolina. Shout out, um, Kinston. Yes, uh, K Town. K Town. Um, my mother always, my mother, my grandfather was a singer, mm-hmm. you know, gospel singer, and um, I really took out, took after him. Um, just been singing in church all my life, um, and um, honestly, once I saw the money won't dare, I went and started singing R and B. You know, <laughs> so, so how about you going? You moving too fast. <laughs> you moving too fast, E. <laughs> So you so, when did you discover like you had a voice? Oh shoot, mm. I used to just I used to just sing any like I can't can't even tell you what age I realized that I could sing. Mm-hmm. But I've been just told all my life that I had a voice. Yeah, you know I mean? so I just went along with it. You know, anytime anybody tell me to sing, hey, sing something, sing something, oh, that's what I did. You so know? you were never scared? Never, never been scared. Never. Like never been jittery and all stage fright, none of that stuff, you know. So when was the first time like you sung on stage? Mm. Well, I used to do like school plays and stuff like yeah. that. Elementary school into middle school and middle school I kinda veered off singing mm-hmm. and was trying to play football. Yeah. But, you know, my mother being a single mother with four kids, you know what I mean, really Financially, I couldn't get you know cleats and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, football career really didn't you know take off like I wanted. So it how to. how was that like? How did that feel to know that you wanted to do that and it was hard for your mom? Um, I wasn't mad because I knew what she was going through. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I was never mad at my mother you know, when I couldn't get nothing. I understood. You know yeah. what I mean? So you know, I just knew when I got grown that. I just do better, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So you said your mom a single mother. How many other siblings? I had three. Um, they under you, over under you. Under me, I'm the oldest. Yeah. Wow, what is yeah. it like being the older brother? 
Um, now that I got a little success, you know, <laughs> no, no, never mind. But um, it, every, everything is great. Everything. It, being an older brother, helping my mother was really the goal, you know. Yeah. My mother had to work all day into the night. So when we got got home from school, you know, made sure everybody did their homework, made our, made sure everybody ate a bowl of oodles and noodles because yeah. that's all we ate when we grew yeah. up. You know what I mean? So you know, just so you were there while your mom was at work. Yes, yeah. When I got wow. home, my mother wasn't you know at the house, and she told us, "Look, don't open the door. You know, don't the, open the, the door spill. for nobody." You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I just did what I had to do as the older the older brother. You yeah, know? and so. at this time. How old are you when you really have to take on that responsibility? Mm. How old was I? Mm-hmm. Huh, man, once I once once I got some size on me, yes, sir, and really like you know started maturing and stuff like that. I would say around twelve, thirteen. Okay. You know, I really like yeah. buckled down. Mama need help. You know. Yeah. Can I cut your grass? Can I rake your leaves? I need some extra money to put food in the house type, you know. So Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been doing that for a while. I've been trying to help my mother, you know. Even though I gave her a lot of burdens once I got grown. Yeah. You know, getting locked up and all yeah, that we're stuff. We're gonna talk man. about it. We're gonna talk about all that. <laughs> we're gonna talk about it all. <laughs> so you twelve, you helping take care of your siblings and you singing at this time? Yes. Are you like any in any group or anything like this at the time? No, no. Um I actually started singing in a like a quartet gospel group shoot around the age of fourteen. Okay. I was with, you know, I was the only young guy. Everybody else was grown. Yeah. Late twenties uh thirties and you know, forties and stuff. And, you know, they heard me in church and hey man, we got a gospel group. Yeah. Come help us out. You know, and um the guy that really put me into quartet actually recently died. Yeah. Um Last week, wow. yeah, last week, uh, his name was Titus Spate. Um, yeah, yeah, he Steve, the he funeral that Steve came for. Yeah, he introduced me into quartet because I didn't know anything about quartet until Titus Spate. And uh, go ahead, put that clear. Titus Spate yeah, is the one that put me Titus, out there. Man. So yeah, so if it weren't for him, I wouldn't even know a lot of you know quartet. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. So what was your experience like with that group? Did you enjoy it? I did. I learned a lot. You know, um, I already had the whole harmony down packed, but um, really taught me how to be a front man. Yeah. You know? So, you know, once I learned how to be a front man, everything just fell into place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So after being in that group, did you get in another one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, after that group, after that group, I was with them for years until probably about 17, uh -huh. 18. Moved away. Came back. What did you move to? I moved to Connecticut. How I long moved, were you there? I was in Connecticut for about five years. What did you do while you were there? Nothing. Wow. I wasn't even. I didn't sing or anything. Why did you move? Um, I got lazy, man. Like I mm. just um, I well the reason we moved because my mother, like, was really really struggling. You know what I mean? And um, she just felt as if, you know, that move was going to help. You know what I mean? So when when I found out we was moving, I was like, well, I could go to Job Corps. I ain't got to stay in school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I dropped out of school and went to Job Corps and uh, got kicked out of there. And, uh, why? Why? E, why you get kicked out of Job Corps, man? Man, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was bad. <laughs> I did. I did some incredibly crazy, stupid things. Like, yeah, man. 
uh, I got kicked out because I broke into the education building. Um, okay, I was selling drugs on the campus. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was selling drugs on campus. And yeah. They, they busted into my room and took all my drugs and stuff. And I, I thought, well, you know, since I know where the, the stuff is, let me just go in there and get my stuff. <laughs> He said, but, he said, I know where they put it. But, I'm going to go back and get it. So by the time I broke that lock, whoop, whoop, I'm like, oh. so they sent me back to um, Connecticut, and um, things wasn't working right in Connecticut, so I moved back home with my mom in yeah. uh, North Carolina. By that time, she had moved back home. Yeah. So I came back home in North Carolina and started my singing career again. Yeah. And that's when I met Mondre. Yeah. And, you know, Mondre... You know, sold me a, a, a beautiful dream. <laughs> oh God, it was so beautiful. I was at, I was with a group called Anointed Voices. I was the only male singer. Every, yeah. every, all the rest of them were females, and it was at English Chapel. And, Shout out uh, English Chapel in Greenville, North Carolina. And uh, as soon as I got off stage, he pulled me outside and was like, "Look, man, I got this group. I want you to sing top. Yo, we we, we, we travel, da da. You know." Yeah, it was a great dream because I quit immediately. <laughs> he sold it to you so good oh you quit. Mondre, he could sell. That's Ooh. one thing Mondre could do. He could sell. Uh, now, he could listen. sell a dirty shoe. Who? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I swear to God. He, he, listen, he'll walk around with no shoes and holes in his socks and sweat. <laughs> That's what you should be doing. You know what I mean? Like, hey man, you laughing at my hey, you need to wear a whole holy socks. I'm like, you you right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. you start singing with, with him and mm-hmm. how how does that go? I liked it at first, you know what I mean? It was exposure. You know, a yeah. lot of people didn't know me. So, you know, I you know, I just, you know, played it cool in the back, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just you know, sing top, you know what I mean? Um I just liked it because I met a lot of people. I met yeah, you. I yeah. met you. You were young. Yeah. Um, you know, Tank, all them. Um, yeah. Smoke. Yeah. Um, all them. Jamaria artists. Yeah. I mean, I just met so many good, cool, humble people, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I, the money. I We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk. <laughs> so, so, because see, because you done brought it up again, so let's talk about it. How was the money? What's up? It won't none. It won't nothing. <laughs> exactly. It was it was snacks. Uh, we, listen, a, a good we, bag of chips. We made a good enough money to get some name brand snacks. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's about it. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I ain't come home with nothing. You know. Yeah, so and my I, mom's complaining about that a lot. Oh, what was your mom mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, yeah. You out here? She liked Mondre though. Yeah. You know what I mean? My mother really liked Mondre. Yeah. And the only reason I was still with Mondre living under her house is because she liked him. Because she knew I won't bring no money on him. Yeah, so know? were you working and singing or only singing? Um, at the time I was on probation. I was on probation for five years. Okay, let's now we gotta go back. How you end up on probation? Uh I got a felony with mm-hmm. uh, attempted identity fraud. Um Broke into my house and uh-huh. um, stole some checkbooks. And um, me and this white boy, um, we went into a business where we was taking people's security numbers and getting money, like loans and stuff and like that. Like you were successfully doing it. Yes. And and How, why why why? I was lazy. I it, mm-hmm. I didn't want to work. I did, uh, listen that nine to five crap, man. I just. 
wasn't feeling it. Like for as far as people telling me what to do, I just didn't. And so you're like, I just need to get a quick dollar. And he gave came. How up did with the you idea. learn? Oh, he did. Oh yeah, he came up with the idea. It, see, that's never mind. No, so, go, go, go ahead, go there. Uh, see, white people. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I married a white woman, so you know I'm not racist. But um, yeah, a white a white person will give you all the ideas and anything illegal. But when it comes to that judge, oh yeah. You, yeah, you going down, and he because he didn't get charged with nothing. I got charged with everything. That's why I got the felony. You know what I mean? So everything was blamed on me. So it gave wow. me five years probation, and instead of giving me ten years in prison. You know what I mean? So because so I made you, a lot of money. Yeah, right? I made a lot of money, and mother kept asking, "Where is money coming from? The bills getting paid? Don't worry about it." Yeah, you know what I mean? so she got wind of it. You know, I'm not going to keep bailing because she used to come, you know, bail me out and stuff like that, you yeah. know. And I'm not going to keep bailing you out, but, you know, every time they come back and get me, my mama's standing there, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So what is it? So what's going through your mind? Do you know that's stressful for your mom? Oh, yeah, I, I do. But yeah. at the time, I was, I was just selfish at that time, you know what I mean? Like drugs, uh, yeah. women, you know what yeah. I mean? I was a big guy, so... And it won't like I was just walking up to females and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I had to have money. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So so talk about that for a minute. You're saying that was the way to get them. Oh, yeah. How did you feel knowing that that, at that time, did you feel like that's the only way I can get a woman? Oh, yeah. That's the, yeah. If I had money. But I didn't work. I didn't want to work neither. Because I, yeah. I was hanging in the... Trap houses, you know, yeah. a lot of my family, you know, sold drugs. So yeah. I'd be in the trap house, like, from sundown to sun up. Wow. you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I did some crazy stuff, man. Yeah, you know, man. I'm just glad that I didn't get stuck like they are till this day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, one thing my mother did install in me, I had to have my own mind. Yes, so sir. once it just clicked in me, like, this is not working, mm. I did 45 days in prison. For what? Um, probation violation. I was on probation for five years, so uh -huh. I, I was dry. I drove without license, uh -huh. and they locked me up, and they, they ain't put me in jail. Yeah, county. They put me in prison with killers, like yeah. you know what I mean. So that really broke me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean. So every that was since the last then, straw. oh, that was it. I ain't been in trouble with the law since then, you know what I mean? I mean, I've done some legal stuff, but <laughs> I didn't get caught. You know so what listen, mean? what year is this 45 days? What year? Yeah, what year were you in there? My, my, my heart and my soul is, yeah. Mom, say that again. That's my, fire. My, my heart and my soul is, mm. yeah. My, my, my my, my, my heart and my soul is. Go up, one more. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let me get it, Jesus. Yeah, you, you got, got it. it. Help me, Holy Ghost. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's dope, though, because it's another note that hasn't been sang yet. Yeah. My, my, my heart and my soul is. Yeah. You are incredible. <laughs> Lord, help me. <laughs> You man, she's amazing. Dang. She's amazing. Thank you.
I told you I, I um did a lot of drugs, right? Yeah. So my memory ain't <laughs> ain't really you know what it is. So I can't tell you what like two thousand. I can't tell you the year, but okay. you know it was a while ago. It yeah, was, it was before I started my cover band career. Okay, you know, way okay. before. So, okay, you know. So do you remember what you're thinking as those forty five days are counting down? Oh, yeah, because I was married at the time, and I was, wow. I was thinking about her, and Ooh. like you know me writing her letters, you know, and her responding, "I don't want to be with you," and. So did she know you were into that stuff before you got locked up? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. We we um when I got locked up, we had just bought a trailer, like got a trailer together, and like three days later, I went to court and they locked me up. You know what wow. I mean? So I'm talking about not even a week or two of me being in there, she moved to Tampa, Florida. You know what I mean? So how long were you with her before this happened? Um. <laughs> She proposed to me like two months after we. Um, she proposed. Okay, continue. Yeah, she proposed to me like two months into no, actually like one month into our relationship. She uh, proposed to me and stuff. Uh, her parents was against it. My mom was against it, and knew she was crazy. But that was my first love. I was like twenty five. Yeah. And she was like going on thirty, and that was like my first love. You know what I mean? And I felt like head over heels. This girl uh, put me. She put me through something. She put me through, uh, broke up with me every weekend. I'm talking Why? About, so I guess so she could cheat. Because um, like Whoa. Friday or Thursday, she'll randomly like get out. I take all my clothes, all my clothes, everything, take it to my mama's house. And she'll call me Sunday or Monday telling me I can move in. And I, I did that for like a month straight. You know what I mean? And um, what What made it worth you doing that every week? I just thought I was in love. Like yeah. I really thought I was like, I thought she was the one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially it didn't help that everybody didn't want us wanted me to yeah, be with. Yeah, because you're a rebel. You know what I mean? It's definitely do the opposite. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I won't get none like that. So You finally um, were. You feel me? No, constantly. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, we're gonna stick with this. Yeah. yeah, but So I, then you get locked up, you went in for forty five days, you writing her letters, mm -hmm. and she writing you back like, No, nah, mm -hmm. I'm done with this. Oh yeah. So the week before I got out, um, they t shipped me. To, uh, I had another court date in Kenston, back home. I was locked up in the noose in Goldsboro. Mm -hmm. And they shipped me back home for a uh, court date. And that's the only time I get a local call. So I called her, and she was like, oh, baby, I miss you. Da -da. When you get out, um, my mom said we could move in with her down here in Tampa. And, um, you know, so we could get on our feet since we're married. I'm yeah. like, oh, cool, cool, no doubt. So I get out of prison. I tell my mother, I lie to her. I tell her that I'm going to Atlanta to start a music career. Wow. Why you, know you lie, E? You could have told her the truth. No, I couldn't. Why not? Because she paid for my train ticket. Oh. You know what I mean? So when I got out of prison, I ain't had no money. You know what I mean? Before I went, I thought giving them all my money before I went to court, that I was going to be straight when I got to court. But no, they went on to shit me off. You know what I mean? So she got my, um, my um, the money for the train ticket. You know, I went down into Tampa and um, get to her house, to her mom's house, and she told me I couldn't stay there. So I'm I'm in, in, at the front door with a big old duffel bag with all my clothes and stuff in it, and I only took a one way ticket there. You know what I mean? So my pride would not let me call my mother and be like, yo. Can you send me some money for another? Yeah. You know, so I practically homeless, man. Like, 
Yeah. For how long? <sighs> About a week because that night when I left there, I, I walked for like five hours. I don't know. I, I never been to Tampa. This is, you know, I don't know nobody down there. So I'm just walking all night crying. At the time, I was a prayer. So I was praying, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I got real sleepy and um, I found a fire escape. Uh, uh, next to a building, random building, and I went and fell asleep there. And um, I was w- woken up by this guy, and he was like, "Man, you all right? You need anything?" Da da. So I didn't know it was an office that I was at. So he invited me in the office, and come to find out, he was the MD of a church called Revealing Truth Ministries, which the, it was a mega church, like on the opposite. I didn't even see the church, you know what I mean? So I'm, I just saw somewhere to sleep, you know what I mean? So he invited me in. I told him my story, told him the truth about me lying to my mother and everything. And he actually, you know, helped me. His name was Christopher. He actually helped me get on my feet. You know what I mean? Um, I got a job cutting down trees and got a studio apartment, like, within, like, three weeks. You know what I mean? So. Did you sing at the church? No. Did you even tell him you sung? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He knew I could sing. I, I think that's why he helped me. As much as he did, you yeah, know what I mean. The musical connection, you know what I mean. So yeah. I, I, I ain't man, listen. That, that's okay, you know what I mean. I, I was hungry and I was yeah. homeless, you know what I mean. So, but the idiot in me moved her and her daughter in with me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hell, stupid. Uh, because listen, when I went to church that Sunday, I didn't know. When I went to church that Sunday, sitting in the lobby, her, her mother, and her daughter walked in. Apparently they attend the church. <laughs> they attend the church. I look at Christopher. I'm like, look, I'm in the church. I said, would you look at this, <laughs> son? You can't church. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So we talked and everything, and you know she hugged my neck and like all the stuff she done to me, like went away. <laughs> you was head over heels, man. It just erased from one hug. Man. E one hug. Is it because you felt like you needed that? Because I ain't know nobody. You know what I mean? So moved her in, you know, her daughter telling me, you know, all the dudes she slept with, you know, meeting up and everything. So how old is her? That means her daughter is some age. Yeah, she was about seven, eight. You know, she was. No. She was. She was, she was telling on her mama? Oh, yeah. Oh, she, my God. Yeah, she liked me. You know what I mean? She. So she know. like, mama did this and yeah. mama did that. We used to catch the bus to such and such. But, you know, I'm, I'm messaging dudes. That I saw her on the laptop with, you know what I mean, trying to fight them. And I was doing some crazy stuff, man. But the last straw, I was down there for a year and a half, uh-huh. you know what I mean? But the last straw, because I, I believe she suffered from bipolarism, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. So the last straw was the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, went to bed, food done, you know what I mean? Christmas tree up, everything. You know. I woke up the next morning. Christmas tree gone, the presents, the food we cooked, uh, and the VCR, the uh, DVD player that I just bought. You know what I mean? She took everything to her mama house. I need, I called. She was like, yeah, we at my mama house. You can come over here. I called my mama. I was like, mama, I'm coming home. That was it. Yeah. I, the next day, I, I got on a train and went back home. And I never been with her ever since then. Okay. So once you get back home, is that when you get with Dre? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, no, this was after Dre. Okay. This was after Dre. You know what I mean? After Dre, um, 
I got home and started doing stage plays. Okay. Um, behind the pulpit, um, better put that woman first, David Payton from Greenville. Yeah. He died. But, um, yeah, the stage plays. And um, and what was that experience like? Oh, that was great. Uh, you know, meeting celebrities and stuff like that. Um, getting promised a lot of things that didn't happen. But, you know. You know what kind of promises? Yeah, Kelly Price. You know, she promised me, you know, going on tour with her. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny Williams and all them, you know they, you know. But so, do you think? Do you think they made those promises in hopes to keep them, and it didn't go through, or do you think they were just saying stuff to you? Yeah, that I just chopped it up as being the business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, know, you only use me, you know, to sing your background. You pick me to sing your background for the stage play tour. You know what I mean? But. Because I probably was the best one to do that part. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then feeding me, yo. Do this and that because I won't get paid extra. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just did my acting part, you know, and sung a song or two or whatever, and I didn't get paid extra the same background for them. Yeah. So I think they just really fed me that stuff. So how did you feel about that disappointment, or was it even disappointment to know that that stuff didn't really? Happen? Oh, it was very disappointing. Like, it, 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 I came to a point in my life where like. I was really jealous and really hating on a lot of people that was around me making it. Mm. That really, like, I'm like, some of the cats that were making it, I, I felt in my soul that I was more talented, mm. you know what I mean? And then when people made it, like, y'all know I'm home, you know, you know what I mean? I, I was like, y'all know somebody that need a background singer, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I never wanted to be that person to, like in take front, over, yeah. you know what I mean? I shoot to this day. Let me be a background singer. I, that's fine. Let me get yeah. my feet wet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So nobody ever gave me a chance. So I just said, man, forget it. I'm just yeah. gonna do it by myself. Yeah. And so were you at that time? Did it put you in like a bitter place? Oh yes. Oh yes. I. I that's why when you, um, <laughs> I was mad, mad a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know, man. You know I was. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man, yes. I was. Yes. <laughs> I was mad at the world. Yeah. Like, the world couldn't say nothing to me. And yeah. Yeah. I, at that point, like I. You say something wrong, I'm liable to hit you. Like yeah, he he was a firecracker. Like, <laughs> look, my wife is back there. Like, hey, he 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 won't know. Man, listen, <laughs> I can't even I, get it out. I've changed. I've changed. Yeah. I really have. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you do the stage plays. You get promised stuff that don't fall through. Mm-hmm. You mad at the world now. How do you get the um, confidence to go at it by yourself? Just seeing everybody make it, like seeing everybody make it, and I just came, I just thought like, you know, I could do it. Yeah. I could do it. A lot of people that made it, you know, they had help because people believed in them. See, my problem is a lot of people did not, like they give me all the compliments, oh my God, you this and that, that, but they never like gave me a chance. You know Uh, what I mean? So. And why do you think they didn't give you a chance? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because I was a firecracker. Yeah, e, e, okay, E, let's play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. If you would pop off at any given moment, E, I might be scared to have you on the tour. Because you might be in the headlines, E. But if everything go as planned and what was promised, you didn't have to worry about that. I, I could see that too. You know what I mean? That, that was my thing. Don't tell me you're going to do something and 
Yeah. Like, so if everything, so if if people aren't lying to you or trying to get over on you, you good. I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, cause I've been used. My my talent has been used. Like, all my career. That's why I don't do a lot of church. Stuff, so let's talk. See, you going there? So let's talk about it and let's talk about it. When did you recognize it or see it as being used? Um, the first time, okay, I had my own crib. I had my own house and everything. And, um, I was going to a church in Kenston and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they always want me to sing, you know, the praise team, choir, Mm -hmm. lead and da da da. So one week I got a notice saying that, you know, my lights were going to get cut off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I went to the church and I was like, look, I need help. Well, son, um, if you pray and um, you read this scripture here and da-da, I was like, oh. And you've been serving without pay without, this entire time. Without, without pay. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? So you're done with church? I'm done. I, I wasn't done at that time because my mother, you know, she was still living you know, at yeah. this time. So the only, the only reason I went to church after that is because of my mother. You yeah. know what I mean? But once my mother passed... So let's talk about that. When did your mother pass? She passed about seven years, six, seven years ago. Um, forty. She was forty-seven. Cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when that happened? I mean, it sucked. Yeah. Because that was like my only lifeline. Like, yeah. I have a lot of family, but my mother was. Did you have any regrets when she died? Yes. Um, the day she died, um, she had just, she was in a coma for like a day, a day or two she was in a coma. Um, my brother called me and said my mother, like she wouldn't wake up. So we, they got her to the hospital and she was in the hospital for like two days and she finally woke up, started talking. So when they released her um, a good week later, um, she would rush back to the hospital one morning. I had a show in Kinston. That's why I was in Kinston. Yeah. And um, I had a show in Kinston, a wedding to do. And um, before, whenever we brought her back to the house from the hospital, I told my mother, I was like, uh, Mom, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll see you um, when I finish the show. And the last look my mother gave me was like, you ain't coming to see me. Because I was doing, you know, shows and stuff, and while she was suffering, I really wasn't there. You know, what I mean, yeah. that's my biggest regret. Yeah. Not, you know, not being able to, you know, walk with her and all that stuff. But like to this day, I still see that look. You know, what I mean, it was the last look of you're not going to come see me. So when do you see that look? When I see yeah. it all the time. Like yeah. I mean, when I random clo- times when I close my eyes, I see it. Like. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. My mother was me. Like that was, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I hate. I really hate that. That's the last look I've seen. I seen. You know what I mean? Because when I got to the house, when the ambulance was there, it took, you know, he he tried for 20 minutes to bring her back. You know what I mean? And um, she was in the back of the ambulance, and the police wouldn't let me see her because you know, you know, she was you know half naked and yeah. And the cop was like, ah, you should. We don't want you to see her like this. You know yeah. what I, mean? I, I knew the cop. You know, that was my hometown. Yeah. Um, like, Mr. Moore, we, we, you don't need to see your yeah. mother like this. So I hate that that was the last. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 
Um, yeah. So she passes away. Do you immediately say, okay, I'm done with church? Or do you try the church thing some more after that? No, I, I was done. That was <laughs> because it. you like, to you, church and your mom are so connected. So she's oh, yeah. gone. So church is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I'll be honest with you, throughout my life, I really didn't feel as church was needed. That was that's my that's my opinion. Um, Why not? Maybe because I grew up in a time where church didn't help their people. You know what I mean? Like, at, I grew up in a time where church turned into a business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I know when I was really, really, really young, we had a pastor, Pastor Flowers. That didn't take no money from the church. He had his job. His job was to come preach to the people. He ain't take no paycheck, none of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the church that I miss. You know what yeah. I mean? Like young people always talking about how the mothers and deacons and stuff are judgmental. Yeah. No, they're just telling you like what not to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's 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 not like that no more. So um, until church get back to that, I have no. Yeah. Because churches don't preach for your soul to get to heaven anymore. They they want you to have a financial blessing. Mm. It's all about financial blessings. That you're gonna get that house, you're gonna get that car. Mm. You know, you pay your tithes, he's gonna bless you. And I've I've yet to hear a pastor talking about, you know. Yeah. So you done with church. So do you immediately go into your solo thing? Um, yes. Um started my solo thing. Um well, when my mom's passed, I was doing cover music. Okay. Uh, I was with, with a band called Trainwreck. Okay. And, um, I was with them for about four years, and um, I was doing that only. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So were you enjoying that? Yeah, the first two years. You know what I mean? Was and, the pay better than quartet? Oh, pay was way better. Yes, sir. Pay was mm, yeah. <laughs> Pay was great. I mean, I get paid more now because I have my own yeah band. So yeah, but. Yeah, everything was great once I started doing cover music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do the you go with the cover band. Hold on. I'ma let her do it. She wanna come in? Mm-hmm. You can come in, baby. I'ma just continue with the question mm-hmm. once she gets through. I gotta make sure you ain't making noise. So you get with the cover band, you mm-hmm. do that for two years, and then do you quit? Is it like, I'm done, I'm going to start my own thing? Did something go yeah, wrong? Yeah, I gave him a six-month um, um, notice. Si- notice. That's generous. Oh, yeah. And um, I left him with two lead singers. And, wow. Um, Did you have to train them before you left? Um, or they were already ready? They were, they were singers. I just gave them, like, you know, song list and, yeah. you know, all the medleys. You know, I, I, I made sure when January came. Yeah, you left he was right. Straight. Yeah. yeah. So um, I started my band in that February, and everybody already knew me from Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. So once I started my own band, it was it was really easy to take off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you were immediately doing gigs and stuff because you were already immediately I'm, I'm on it. So how how are you feeling now that you like okay I finally got my own thing people recognizing me? Oh, it was great. Um, the main thing was the money. Like that that's yeah. the main thing. Um, cause like I said, I and nine to five was not for me. 
So, um, so you have finally got to the point where you can make a living mm-hmm. singing. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have wanted to do all along. All along. Yes. So when these people, it makes sense. When these people are promising you these things, you're mm-hmm. thinking you're getting closer to your singing, becoming exactly. a, a viable, sustainable career. Exactly. So every time you get disappointed, you're like, man, do you ever get to the point where you just want to quit singing? No, that's that's one wow. thing. That's one thing I would never do, quit. Like, I've never thought about quit singing because I sing every day. Yes, like, sir. Like, every day around the house, I'm I'm singing. You yes. know what I mean? Um, so I've never been, yeah, I've never, I'll quit everything else. But singing, no, I love it. I just love it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So... That is the first time I've ever heard of a person go through that much. Because I see where it could take me. That's the only thing. I'm I'm not going to give Because I believe in my soul that I'm like a very, very average singer. But I know what to do with it. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't be as far as I am now. I mean, I got a big house on the hill, multiple cars in the driveway. Yeah. and And I could see... It could be more than that. So yeah. ain't no need to stop now. You know so I mean? let's talk about that because there's a lot of people who feel like they their voice isn't good enough. So what would you tell them? Find, find, find what works for you. Like, there's a market for any voice. Like, Macy Gray made it. <laughs> That's a good example. Like, for real. Like, you know, and plus my 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 stick was I, I mimic. Like, I am... When I sing an artist, I sing sound like them. Yeah, he he does that you know well. Like mean? like the way the way comedians do impersonations, mm-hmm. he can do like he he can make his voice sound like anybody. Oh voice. yeah, oh yeah. So <laughs> that, that's what that's why I'm popular because yeah. you know I sing rock, bluegrass, country, yeah. Motown, you know, beach yeah. music, but I sound like the artist, yeah. like you know, female or male. So that's why and he can sing high. Yeah, that's why people. That's why I'm getting gigs like I am because yeah. they're amazed, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so as far as the finances with music, everything is good now. Yeah, everything is just crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. I just feel as if I'm glad that I went through the struggle and stuff like that because I feel as even if anybody would have, I don't think I would be as far as I am now because the people that, that I wanted to help me, that they – the other people that they did help, I'm doing way better. Wow. You know what I mean? And, and that's because I just stopped depending on people, man, and did it for myself. And sometimes it's hard for people to do that, and you got put in a position where you had no other choice. Uh-uh. And because you were determined to not give up, that was your only choice. Exactly, because I, I, always, I always believed that there's, there's a bright light like after the struggle, a lot, a lot of reason why people are in these nine to five dead end jobs is because they don't believe in themselves. Like you have to, you have, to, you have not, you can't be scared to struggle if you want to be better. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I was, I, I struggled all my life, so it was easy. You know what I mean? So, but once I started seeing the rise, like oh, ain't no need for me to stop now. I mean, I must well keep going. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I just wish. Uh, I mean, everything's happened for a reason, but I just wish I had this mindset when I was a hothead. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, man. Yeah. yeah. So what? So where I'm trying to think of where I want to go now because there's so many places I want to go. 
I'm going to go here. I'm going <laughs> to play devil's advocate. A lot of people, and I know you I know you go and respond. A lot of people feel like, E, you are a internet troll. No. See, there's a difference in being a troll and being real. Okay. Because what I say, it, 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 it's my opinion, but it's also the truth, and a lot of people don't like it. Mm. And that's when it that's when the troll wow. come out. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not out here looking at people's videos saying they bad for no reason. Like you're bad. So if you see a video and somebody bad, you I'm gonna tell them. That's mean, E. No, it's not. Why not? Because it was done to me. And you see where I come, well um, Like, you know, I've been told all my life I couldn't sing. Ooh. But some people may say you're projecting what you've been through on other people, and that's not fair. What do you say to that? Look at me. Mm. Like, I mean, some, you, if you continue to put garbage out there, you don't need people to tell you that it's good. Like, you're not going but to get what, anywhere. But what if it's not garbage to other people? What if it's only garbage to you? And you may discourage that person even though other people think it's good. What about that? I don't believe other people's ears. Uh, I like my ears. My ears are great. Um, I have a, I have an ear. Um, see, the industry really messed up when they started letting people pick artists. Like you know mm. what I mean? Because you know, at one time the, they, the labels picked the artists. That's now, you only heard who they picked. Exactly. But now they're going by what everybody doesn't know. So what they might think is good. I'm. So I want to ask you a question about the the truth telling. Have you ever had anybody take it personal? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I showed up at. Um, <laughs> it was a couple of times, you know, like you know, and 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 I be real, like I don't be trying to be funny. Yeah. Like you got all these hundreds of people. Oh my God, it's hot. Oh that that, and I'm gonna be like, no, bro, you got the um. Use your pronunciation. You got to do yeah. this, and, and they really like get their feelings hurt because they don't hear it, mm. and and that's when the threats come. And my old side just pull up to their shows or whatever. You will, e, you say something to somebody, they take it personal. No, they you're not threat. going. You're not going. You pull up. You're not going to tell me you're going to do anything to me, and like, and, or, and not prove it. Yeah. <laughs> He said, you gotta talk. Yeah. "If you go talk to talk, you gotta walk the walk." Yeah, something happened recently, but I ain't gonna talk about it. Okay, you ain't gonna talk about it. No, I heard about it. <laughs> I know. I definitely. I'm talking about. Cause, I'm talking cause, about. Because one of the, that day, one of the people that was here that night was there. <laughs> yeah, Tank. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tank so. was like, "Yo, Tank was like, e, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's crazy." Tank was like, "E, man, this happened with E and the, this other person," and I'm like, "Man, I was gonna have them to the house." Mm-hmm. And then Tank was like, man, I don't know. And I, I told Tank, I was like, regardless of what happened, I know E in a way where I still want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Because I want people to hear from him because that that incident is not all of who Eric is. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I don't, I don't think it would be fair to just be like, hey, yo, man, my homie told me this happened, bro, so you can't come no more. You know, I was scared of that too. Yeah, I, I was like, when I was watching that live that night, I was like, "Yo, Tank done told us, man, what <laughs> happened." Then you hit me up with the address change. I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, not, it's not happening." Yeah, you know what I mean? so, yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I asked you, you know, do I need to come sober and all yeah. that stuff? You know what I mean? So, yeah. That was another thing that was very respectful that he asked me like, hey, man, what's the rules? I'm like, e, you can't be you can't be high. You can't be drunk and you can't cuss. And he like, man, I got to respect you a lot to follow them rules. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm I left it at the house. So I'm like, huh? I'm proud of you. E. Whole time I'm here. <laughs> Let's hurry up and get over. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you chalk it up to just being honest, and then some people just can't take. They that can't honesty. take it. They can't take it. So is there ever a time where you like feel the need to soften it up? No. Why not, E? How are you going to get better? Ooh. You're not going to get better if everybody's telling you you're good. Wow. You're not, bro. Even if you think you're doing your best, you need somebody to tell you that that's not it. And you don't mind being I that don't. person. I don't. I don't. I so don't. it makes sense when you sent me that song because he sent me a song for me to listen to. And he said something that, I, to be honest with you, you're the only person who's ever sent me something mm-hmm. and said, your critique is good with me. Be brutally honest. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to get offended. I have personally experienced where people sent me stuff and they didn't really want my opinion. Mm-hmm. They wanted a pat on the back. They just want you to hear it and be like, oh, it's good. No, I need, <laughs> you know, when I record something and I need... Honest feedback, for real. Yeah, like, it's not going to hurt my... Like, no, you're not going... You're not going to hurt my feelings if you say, yo, you can't sing. <laughs> yeah. You, you're you you're sleeping on your homeboy couch. Oh, he, he, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, you're not going to hurt my feelings. You know, yeah. I'm not going to show no hurt. I just know your situation and where I got in my music. Wow. So let's talk about that. You take into consideration people's whole life when you have these conversations. Oh, yeah. What makes you think that's okay? Because if you could tell me what's this and that, you need to be doing better than me in your craft. You can't clock in on Monday or at a job, work to Friday and go on the road and perform and then clock back in on Monday and tell me I'm doing something wrong. Because I don't clock in. What up, y'all? I'm Rajay, and I want to say first, thank y'all for the support, thank y'all for the love, and thank y'all for watching and listening to this podcast. We really don't take it for granted. Hey, if y'all want to continue to support us by spending y'all money, I got a way for y'all to do that. Y'all go to rajayxshaw.com and pick up that Make It Happen hoodie today. Life be crazy, but we still got to do what? Make it happen, gang. That is an interesting point. I can't, I, I can't not your point because you're saying if you knew how to make this a profession, it would be your profession. Your profession. This is my profession. This is what I do. Like I, I, I work. Two to three times, two to three shows a week, and do uh, from Monday to Thursday. I'm with my son all day. Wow, you know what I mean. My wife got yeah, my wife got a job. You know what I mean. And you know, to be brutally honest, you know she, um, you know she make you know a little over. I don't put her number out there. It's it's high, but uh, no, 
I mean, it's, 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 it's low. It's, it's suitable. Like, you know, three to four. You okay. Know what I mean? A month. Okay. I, I can make that in one night. Don't, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, and you're like, the hardships, people being brutally honest, the disappointments, mm-hmm. it built you to have what you have now. Oh, yeah. And then me marrying a white girl, that really... Oh, you got this white girl taking care of you. You, you know how our people That's is. what they saying? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They, uh, you got this white girl taking care of you. Oh, oh you really hit the jackpot. Really? Because what I'm doing now, I could do it with a black woman. Like, yeah. I didn't find her. She found me. You feel Let's me? talk about that then. How in the world did she find you? I was performing at a um, MS Walk in, uh-huh. at the PSC Arena. And um, mm. after the show... We had to rush because we had another show that night and whatever. And on the on the on bus home uh, to the next show, she inboxed me and was like, "Oh my God, you guys are wonderful. Uh, your voice is this. Oh, you sound like everybody." And for like two days straight, that's all I heard. You know, she kept inboxing me, telling me that. And like the third day, I was like, "Look, that ain't the only reason you hit me up." <laughs> and she was like, "What you think?" <laughs> the rest and is history. We started dating. Yeah, and, you know, we got married. The thing that I appreciate about that story is you didn't chase her. No. You didn't flash money. No. You on stage doing what you've been created to do, Mm -hmm. and you get her attention. Exactly. How does that feel? That felt great. That felt great. I mean, you know, before her, I've never been with a white woman. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of amazed that a white woman, like, hit me up. Like, I was like, I mean, you get... You know, in my profession, you get them flirting with you. Yeah, you know, they might show you your breasts, and you know, on stage yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But to for a female, a white woman, yeah. to be interested in you yeah. genuinely and so for it was, real, it was new. Yeah. It was very new, and I tell anybody, uh, interracial relationship is not for the weak. Yeah, it's not for the weak because there's like two different cultures. Yeah, uh, what, what black people do and white people do is totally different. So we, how has that been uh, to this day? It's real. We still going through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, she had to learn a lot of, you know, things, you know, and I had to learn a lot of things. And it's a build, it's, we're still learning and yeah. we're still together. Everything's yeah. good. We had a beautiful son. Yeah. And everything is great. Does she now. come to the show still? Um, No. She, at first she did. You know what I mean? She does all my booking, all my booking. I was going to ask you about that. Okay. Oh, yeah. She does all my bookings and stuff like that. Um, and, um, yeah, she just, I mean, yeah. I don't mind her going to a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, that's, yeah. that's my job. I don't sit at your office <laughs> at, at your job every day. You know what I mean? Like, let me, a, let me go work. That's a good point. I just, you know. Uh, that's uh, a good point. Marriages need space. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, because I. Did I, you discover that? I've been knew that. Okay, you from know, the first Watching one? other people in relationships yeah. and stuff like like I don't them them people that's been married for like fifty years and still in love they won't with each other like the whole time they you know what I mean yeah. like like to this day like every year I take my own vacation she take her own vacation that we at the end of the year we take a vacation together that is brilliant you know what I mean like you, you have that to, is brilliant you have to you have to have space you cannot be up under each other. All your life, if y'all want to be together all, all your life. All your life. God, you E. Because you're going to get tired of each other. Yes, sir. Naturally. That's serious. You know, start breathing. Breathing like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything. Get on your nerves. I ain't never heard you smack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
little stuff, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that you thought was cute at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your pinky toe, uh, you know, it was cute. <laughs> now but, it's ugly. Yeah, now it's getting on my yeah, nerves. Yeah, yeah. Put your sock on. They go in the room. Put some put your shoes on. See him look at that. I'm, I'm trying to watch the movie. I got to keep looking down it. <laughs> so look, so how does she start booking for you? Um Oh, immediately. Um, wow. Yeah, immediately. Um, yeah, because she, um, her job that she does now, mm-hmm. she um, works for um, Brassville and Gory. It's, um, they build skyscrapers. Okay. And she does the books for all the managers. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that's already what she does. Already. And plus, it, it always sounds good for- A when, white woman to be the one you're talking to. <laughs> when they call you and be like, hello, this is McKay. Oh, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's about business. Yeah, so when I say 6,000, ain't nothing. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah, well, okay, well, how much is the um, percentage? You know, so you know, yeah. now I don't have patience. That's what I'm saying. That's why she does the booking. Yeah. If I tell you 6,000, you'll be like, mm. I'm like, then what you call for? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, look, Michaela, you handle that. I can't, they know what they're getting. Still complaining. You yeah, know? So, yeah. But when yeah, they hear her voice and how professional it is, yeah. oh, yeah, these boys, yeah, they good. Yeah. You know? So we've always been peaches. Yeah. So how have you, how have you parented your son differently based on what you've been through? Mm. Well, he's one. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's still early. Yeah. So right now, you know, as far as like teaching them, you know, what's right and wrong, you know, you know, don't touch that. Yeah. Stuff like that. Music is what he's You like. can tell he love it already. Jacob Collier. God, the um, good stuff. Oh yeah, Michael, um, BG's, you know. Yeah. All that baby shark. <laughs> no baby shark. <laughs> Turn on that Jacob. None of that. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm so serious. All that all them cartoons, all the regular Yeah. No, nah, he don't do none of that. Wow. Yeah. When he get up in the morning, he ha ha ha, staying alive, fat alive. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, like I'm trying to have him versatile like me. You know what yeah. I mean. So right now it's just the music thing. You know what I mean. So yeah. you know, once he get older, you know, that's when you know. So now that just made me think about something. Raised by a single mother, mm-hmm. where was your dad? My 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 real biological dad, father. Yeah, he was never in the picture. Like okay. he um I knew I had a different dad, I think of like fourteen, walking down the street and I walked You past. mean different dad than your siblings? Yeah. So um I was walking down the street fourteen, fifteen, um, and I I walked past a tobacco plant and a random dude just walked up to me and was like, Man, you know I'm your daddy, right? I was like, man, I don't know who you is. Like, I don't. So I went, rushed back to the house. Like, mom, this dude just said, I know he did not just walk up to you and say, so it's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, what? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's when I found out that my, my dad, Reggie, was not my dad. So, yeah. And I, hey, listen, he. And you he still took never over. had. You, so you still never had a relationship with your biological father. Why he jump out the field and tell you then? I don't know. Because apparently he saw me walking that. Because that's, that's where I walked all the time. So yeah. he saw me. You know what I mean? So um, I'm, I am I didn't know him for me to be. I don't understand why people get mad. Like, I didn't know him to be mad. Like, I, I, we had, I had a guy that took the reins. 
Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So it wasn't no hard feelings. Like, you know what I mean? I, I sung at his funeral, even though I only saw him like three times my whole life. You know How did I mean? you do that then? I just like singing, man. I didn't cry. I didn't care. And plus, I had a brother. He, you know, I got a brother by him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So me and him still, you know, talk. I just talked to him last night. So yeah, that's I, good. Yeah, so yeah, and then my real, my um stepdad, you know, he was abusive. You know what I mean? Whoa. He, he drank a lot. You know. Um. So yeah, she left him. Like when my 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 youngest brother was born, she left him. And um, how long night, was she with him? Oh, she was with him since I was born. Like you wow. know, like four uh, 84, mm -hmm. 83, 84, High school because she had me right out of high school mm -hmm. in eighty five, and they was together until like five, often on five, six, seven years or whatever. But when my little baby brother was born in nineteen ninety. And like a year later, we just packed up everything and just left without him knowing. And wow. moved to North That's Carolina. That's how it be on the movies. No. Yeah. So, so you're making it make sense. The mm -hmm. Connecticut move was with him. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. When I was young. And then y'all left him in Connecticut, came, came back, back to Carolina. And then moved back. Uh huh. Whenever I got older. And okay. She, you know, yeah. So. so, growing up, going through all of this disappointment, do you think about not really having a father? No, because my mother was that. Oh, like, she was solid. She raised four kids on a cosmetology degree. She did hair all her life. Wow. That's it. Now, I can't. I don't remember another job my mother so, had. So, with that being said, do you think that is what gave you the inspiration? Oh, yeah, wholeheartedly. Yeah, she. I saw what she went through, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this this is a strong woman yeah. right here. I, I wish to be half half of her, like you know yeah. what I mean. So that really helped me throughout my life, man. Just yeah. thinking about the stuff I've been through, and you know, she needed help. Nobody helped. You know so, what I mean? Ah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So you got mm -hmm. any questions, babe? Okay, so she got to walk out. Hold on. Mm -hmm. This is good, bro. I'm gonna start as soon as she. All right, you need a paper towel, you good? No, I'm good, I'm good. All right, so going through life, getting from one place to the next, I know that you've dealt with like just like snapping and being angry a mm -hmm. lot and stuff like that. How are you or how did you get to the place where you started to work on that? In the 45 days. <laughs> Yeah, that I, when I tell you that broke me from doing a lot of things because yeah. I saw things in there that a man should not see. Yes, sir. You know what I mean, I'm talking about the second day I I went in there, I saw a man get raped. Like, um, I saw a dude get jumped, beat bloody. Like, still, I I won't buy that life. I mean, I've beat people bloody, but yeah, like see people that helpless. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it really. It, it really changed me, man. Yeah. Like, just trying to get up out of there and never coming back. And, yeah. you know, I stopped hitting people less. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just grew up, man. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. I, I grew up. Yes, sir. You know, so. I'm proud of you, man. Appreciate it, man. Like, yeah. knowing what I knew of you back then and to hear you talk now, 
I can honestly say you're a different man. Oh, yeah. And I'm proud of that, man. Well, it might be because I'm sober, too, so. Yeah. Sober Eric is different. <laughs> I'm missing, man. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, so I think, um, is there anything, what's the name of the band? The Montario Experience. The Montario Experience. Mm -hmm. And do you have, like, a website or anything? Um, I, Right now, I'm just taking bookings through email, Experience at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Facebook.com slash the Montario Experience. Yeah. And Michaela will get back to them. Yeah, and Michaela Moore. She'll get yeah. right back with you. As soon as, I'm talking about as soon as you message. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Mm -hmm. How you feeling though? I'm great, man. I'm healthy. Like I feel good. Let's talk about that before we go. The weight loss, man. Man. So so, so explain to the people who are just now seeing you, like, um, what your weight was and then the process to knock it off. I was 617 pounds at my max. Um, um, I actually got the weight loss surgery um, called the D-switch where it's the um, the sleeve and the bypass together. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I dropped, I dropped to date a little over 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just been great, man. Like... Do you feel different? I feel way better. Just just fitting into things. You know yeah. what I mean? Different cars. You know, I ain't got to put the seat all the way back. And, yeah. You know man. what I mean? Not breathing hard. Because if, if I was big, I would. Yeah. You know, Facts. He's not lying. You know what I mean? That's, you know, I'll be talking like Biggie Smalls in here, man. <laughs> but um, I just feel good, man. I don't. Yeah. My, my wife told me I don't snore no more. Like, yeah. Uh, and plus, you know, when you're really big. You know what I mean? And you lose all that weight, you know, something else get, you know what I mean? And so that's good for her. She loved that, you know what I mean? So, you know, but it was great, man. Everything is great. Man. Yeah, man. Everything is great. Man. All right, babe, before I wrap it up, I want to make sure you don't got no questions. Have you thought about like um like recording doing records and all of that stuff? Oh yeah. Your own material. Um I've never did an album. Never did an album. Um mm. I've done some features. Wow. I've never it's just that going through life, I just see these people in the studio. Recording album after album, single after single, and ain't get nowhere. Mm. And at like it was a certain point in my life where I just fell in love with money, and like, like I don't buy clothes, sneakers, like these forces, like I wear these at shows. Like I, I, I I'm a stickler to uh, at saving money. Like, yeah, um, man. um, my wife, she taught me that. You know what I mean? Um, and I just never seen, never felt as if, like I said, I always thought of, I always thought of myself as the average singer. So yeah. me thinking going to put an album out, oh, they ain't going to do nothing. You know what I mean? So um, I'm actually, I'm really comfortable doing cover music. 
Like yeah. if I have to, if I have to if I could live like this for the rest of my life, even though I do want to, it's always better. I always yeah. you know I, I want I do want to own multiple houses and stuff like that. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm only I only own one house now. Yeah. Uh, but I do want at least two more because um, I want to go into the Airbnb business. Yes, and, um, sir. Um, but if so, I could do this, I'm straight. Yeah. But I have I am getting ready to start putting some stuff together so i have a question do you feel with you doing the cover band stuff is there really not a need for original or do you think that would enhance your show i don't think it'll enhance my show i I just think because what i'm doing now nobody else is really doing Mm. you know what i mean like i could do a kid rock kid rock and cheryl crow song and do both female and do vocals in the same song so and like nobody's doing that. That's why I'm like I'm getting all the gigs. You know what I mean? Because yeah. nobody is mimicking Macy Gray and yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, uh, Journey. Nobody's mimicking these people. Especially I'm a big black guy, and when they hear me saying Britney Spears, they're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's incredible. You know well, I mean? when I first saw you, because Mondre told me about you before I saw you, he's mm-hmm. like, "No, I'm telling you." And then we was in rehearsal. And you mimicked Doc McKenzie, I was through. I said, oh, this dude, crazy. I'm talking about he can what do it. What a friend it. we had in Jesus. Yes, he can that. do it. Man, he can do it so good, man. I remember that. That was hilarious. That was crazy. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah man. Mm-hmm. So that's it, man. This has been real. Thank you for coming by, man. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. Hey, man, I'm super proud of you, man. I appreciate it, man. The Montario experience. I'm proud of you. Shoot, I'm proud of you, man. (laughs) Thank you, man. Come on, man. Thank you, you, man. I I always knew Mm. that you were going to do this, man. Like, bro, ever since you were uh, a little crumb snatcher, man, I was like, yeah, this boy boy got something. Yeah, I appreciate it. And and this is what you do for a living? Yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. You still ain't calling me to do a song. Yeah, J- J- Jamal's one of them you people. Said you, you said you ain't want to. Jamal's one of them people. <laughs> hey, hey, but listen. Jeremy Mayberry. <laughs> Ashley Doe. <laughs> he calling us out, fellas. Y'all ain't giving me a chance, but look, <laughs> look at me now. Hey, but you just said you don't want to do original music. Yeah, I, I am now. Okay, like, I am, okay. I honestly. So, so do you want your original music to have, like, the feel of the covers, or you want to do something different? No, I definitely want to put me in it. Like, um, definitely something different. Um, so what's your, as an artist, aside from the Montario experience, what would you say your style is without doing those covers? And, and you know what? To be perfectly honest, I've yet to find my sound. I got you. You know what I mean? Because I grew up with Dave Hollister being my mentor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he he emailed me a video. You know, congratulating me with all my success and stuff yeah, man. recently, man. And that right there was like uh, that. Honestly, what really you know, this happened like two years ago. He sent me a video email, and um, that right there really got me into like, yo, I, I might need to put an album out. Yeah. So so yeah. it would be an R and B album in that in that vein. See, my thing, my my what I want to do is do an album. And every song be a different genre. Ooh, that's cold. You know what I mean? Like country, I do a that's country cold. song, rock song. Because then pop. you can put it in the show. That's brilliant. Yeah, and nobody's done that. That is brilliant. 
Yeah, so that's that's my goal. You know what I mean? So I'm going to different engineering engineers like a gospel engineer, a pop, and you know, yeah. So it's different gonna be producers a, that produce mm-hmm. different genres. Yeah, and I probably call the album the album like the varieties or something like that. Ooh. You know what I mean? So yeah. Or you could call it the Montario Experience. Well, yeah, of course that yeah. would be. But uh, see, I'm a, it's gonna definitely gonna be a self named album, Eric oh. Montario. You know what I mean? My name is Eric Moore. Yeah. My middle name is Montario. I just took my last name off. That's fire. Mm-hmm. So this is your actual name. Yeah, Eric Montario. Who named you? Uh, my mother. Um, after the, the producer of Good Times, his name was uh, Eric Monte. Wow. And um, she mom, she um, named me Eric Montario. My brother, Reginald Montreal. My uh, sister, Ebony Montoria. And yeah. my uh, other brother, Rashawn Montreal. So all of us got mine. You know, yeah, mine name. in yeah. the middle name. Mm-hmm. That's fire, oh, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. So. so I um, I like the idea. Mm-hmm. The multiple genres, I think that's crazy. Because mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be singles. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not putting a whole album over just one genre. Yeah. Because I, I definitely want to just throw out singles until some, if, if something pops. Then you will say I'll do a body of work in that lane because the people go. are telling me that's what they prefer. Exactly. That is very genius. Yeah. So. And then you're not wasting time or energy and money. Mm-mm. Anything else, babe? This has been real, man. No doubt, man. Yeah. We thank y'all for watching. This is no Eric Montario. Thank you again. No doubt. Peace. Cool beans. <laughs>